0: so happy to be back and I've stepped back into uh, podcast life here. I've been absent for a little while and um, looking at my uh, website, I see it's been a little while since I've done a podcast way back in September, but it is a new season and it's an opportunity to continue on with all of the endeavors that I had started. I've um, been going through so many transformations and wonderful things happening. And just as a reminder, um, I am a Coast Salish woman. I am Indigenous from the Thla'Aman Nation. And I am a life skills coach and facilitator at heart. And I am also newly ordained as a minister. So I do practice spirituality within my life. and I'm. Very happy that I was able to achieve my uh, bachelor's degree in metaphysics. So that was very exciting. Um, I had a lot of downtime during this pandemic, so I made best use of my time and that's kind of where my path led me. So that's very exciting news. Um, I'm here with Wings of Change podcast to provide uplifting stories, to share experience, strength and hope and maybe you'll hear tidbits of information that may help you along your journey. So I'm here to share the sacred space. I'm happy that you're here listening. Thank you for taking the time. And may the stories, experiences, and tools that I share um, be examples of courage to open the heart a little bit more of it at a time. I have had that experience myself over the years, and so sharing that experience, I'm hoping it's gonna help somebody out there as well. And once we open our heart, life does expand and new possibilities open up for us in our life. So today I am going to be sharing about these new and changing times. So this pandemic has, really given us an opportunity to reflect and look at our lives and how we live and conduct our lives on so many levels, uh, with our families, with our work, with the public, um, being able to gather socially, culturally. And so these new and changing times have required us to really take a look at how we're doing things. And personally, I've been assessing, you know, what works for me and I am a Virgo. So that's a tool that I use a lot um, with regards to astrology, um, which of course started out, you know, reading the paper, Georgia Nichols, um, the daily horoscopes, the weekly horoscopes. <laughs> and again, with all of this time during the pandemic, I've been able to delve just a little bit deeper, And actually have worked to get my natal chart produced, which is a really good guiding tool that can help in these new and changing times. So a couple of questions that maybe will help reflect on how we're dealing with change is to think, you know, within your life, how how do I deal with change? And taking another step, what can I do to better embrace change? So the idea of this podcast is to share some information and I also want to uh, build on the discussions as these podcasts go along. So I did mention astrology, so on a future podcast I'd really like to focus specifically on astrology because there's a lot of really good tools and tidbits within astrology that can help us um, dealing with change. and understanding ourself on uh, many different levels but um, again with regards to the structure of these podcasts um, you know I want to share uh, questions to self-reflect and maybe even some helpful exercises as we discover different topics through all of these podcasts again I'm so happy to be here and sharing information in this manner and Again, I thank you for taking the time to just take a few minutes to sit and listen in because I know you could be doing something else out there, but you've chosen to sit and spend a little time. So again, back to the topic, new and changing times. So when we look at ourselves, um, as I mentioned, there's so many tools out there that can help us um, to know ourselves and embrace change and deal with things that are coming up. And sometimes we get blindsided. And sometimes we may have an idea that things are changing in our life, but we're not kind of sure how to do it. So when you think of a weather forecast, it comes out for the day. And I joke because I say, oh, the weatherman has a 50-50 chance it could rain or it couldn't. (laughs) But honestly, you know, um, before we head out onto the day, or if we're planning an event outside, or something's coming up, will use the weather forecast as a tool to help us deal with the changes in the weather. So it could be sunny, it could be cloudy, it could be raining, it could be snowing. So just a good example of um, different tools that are out there and usually they help us plan our day or plan any events that we're looking at for our family or for work or even socially and recreationally. So if we have experiences in our life where change has shown up and we are feeling no sense of control with these changes that are kind of just showing up literally. Um, An example could be with a job. Maybe the company or organization that you're working for is downsizing and you may be laid off so those are kind of scary changes and unexpected things that happen or it could be a joyful change where maybe we were surprised and it could be involving our family or parenting and maybe there's a, a new addition coming into the family and the family's expanding unexpectedly but a great welcome you know, change can happen in so many areas of our life. You know, it could be with regards to money, or even stages of our life. Um, as Indigenous people, we um, live our medicine wheel, and so when you think of the stages of life, you know, maybe there's a, a change in our stage of life and things that we can't control, and getting ready for those changes that are coming, you know, shifting from a teenager into an adulthood, and. All of those things that go along with that, you know, moving out of your home for the first time and paying rent and paying bills and all those responsibilities that come with changes in that stage of life, um, it can be controlled or not. So, you know, just really assessing and looking at how we've dealt with change in our life can help guide us into how change comes and how we deal with it in the future. And change can also be a choice in our life. So we may put steps ahead of ourselves to be able to deal with change, whether that's with our work, with our family, with our social life. And um, I'm going to use Medicine Whale as a template here and look at the different aspects of change that can possibly come up and how we deal with that and what we can do with all of these new and changing times that are in front of us at this pivotal time so i um, going to talk about different aspects of ourselves spiritually emotionally physically and mentally and i'm also going to share on a social level as well how we can address and look at change because times are changing and then Um, what can be possibly a a good teacher of change. So, spiritually, a question that we could ask ourselves is, what is my spirituality? What are my beliefs? And do I believe in a higher power? And with these changing times, having much time on our hands, um, you know, reflecting on that spiritual level, you know, do I believe in a higher power and have I made a choice about that in my life? And that could be anything, it could be Creator, it could be God, it could be Buddha, it could be nature. So looking spiritually at yourself and, you know, do I need a change in my life? Do I need a stronger connection? spiritually within my life. And um, if the question is um, not able to be answered right now, then maybe when you're ready, you'll decide on a choice of a higher power. If you believe in something bigger than ourselves, it could be the universe, it could be the stars. So just different things to think about because when you look at our indigenous communities, and how our spirituality has been affected over time. And there's been a lot of changing times within our history where our creator and our higher power was vilified. And so having to search through all of that and get back to our culture and our beliefs and our values as indigenous people and being able to live that and be that exercise the lifestyle that is natural to us. So when you think on a, a timeline, how many changes our spirituality has gone through and that we're continuing to go through. Um, as a facilitator and a business and wellness consultant, you know, I've traveled to a lot of communities and, you know, up and down the island and up into the interior of BC and, you know, whether it's in urban communities, our rural communities. Everybody's so hungry for that culture and that spirituality. And it's so nice to see that getting revived within families and within communities. So that's the aspect of spirituality. So an exercise that maybe I would suggest is to continue to contemplate on your higher power. And have you made a choice in your life to enhance and connect more strongly in your spirituality. I had no idea myself personally with regards to spirituality to what I even believed in. Um, My parents are both um, deceased and when they were here, they uh, believed in the church because they were basically forced and so we had to do catechism, we had to do First Holy Communion and Confirmation and quite honestly, I didn't know what any of that was about, Um, but I did it because my parents made us. And so learning as I got older, what residential school was and all of that, I found a lot of anger in myself with regards to the church and God and the nuns and all of that whole setup, but getting more spiritually aware within myself and deciding, you know, okay, I I do believe in the creator and getting to a point of forgiveness in my life and being okay with the words God and Jesus and Yeshua and all of the different religions out there, Buddhism and and being okay and recognizing um, I can honor and respect other beliefs and as long as my position is respected and as long as I'm not forced to believe what somebody else is pushing on me then yeah you know we we all have our own paths and so getting to that point took quite a while and I was challenged at the beginning of um, my recovery and I have utilized uh, some of the 12 step programs out there and I'm very blessed to be on the red road in my life. And this is my lifestyle. So someone had challenged me and said, you know, well, if, if you don't practice prayer every day, maybe you can make it fun and turn it into like a, a, a game or a competition with yourself around, can I pray? For five minutes when I'm driving to work and so my background soccer I'm naturally competitive so and this is again just with myself so um I, I took that to heart and so I would drive to work and it takes me about maybe half an hour at that time to to drive to work and they said do not turn the radio on until you've prayed for at least five minutes And I was like, whoa, okay, five minutes seems like a really long time. And then try to go further next time when you're driving home or the next day, the next morning when you're driving to work or, you know, when you're on the bus or, you know, taking that time, like consciously choosing to offer prayer and give thanks. And so I did, you know, I I kept pushing myself just a little bit more and... When I didn't know what to say or how to pray any longer, then I would turn the radio on and that's okay. Listen to some music and bebop on my way to work. But at one point I got to the office and I was able to pull in and realize, wow, I didn't even turn the radio on. So really looking within and being able to access gratitude and giving thanks in so many different ways for so many different things in my life at that time. So I offer those um, opportunities to reflect and those um, self challenges and exercises where we can enhance and strengthen our spirituality. Okay, so I'm looking at my list here and it's time to move on to the next aspect, which is on an emotional level. And so, emotionally how are we dealing with change and we can go through so many different emotions in a day and being able to name those emotions can even be a challenge. So I encourage you to become familiar familiar with all of your feelings because they're basically energy and our energy is helping point us to where maybe we need to take care. So if we're feeling angry or upset that could be something a little bit deeper. So encouraging that deeper look at our emotions and understanding what's going on with ourself and that aspect of our being. Um, As I mentioned, you know, I'm in recovery and way back when, when I I first started to work on myself and my recovery and in 12-step programs, honestly, I couldn't even name my feelings. it's like way before we had all of this social media and online access, but I was given uh, a chart, and it had all of these happy faces and sad faces, and all of these different faces with words written underneath, and that was basically my cheat sheet for myself to understand, like what emotion am I feeling? Like, I couldn't even name it. It was like a whole learning lesson for me, being able to name my emotions and being able to take responsibility for my feelings and actually owning them. So, you know, assessing yourself where you are emotionally with regards to change and, you know, being happy with those changes that are unexpected or those changes that are planned in our life and really owning our feelings and emotions through all of that. So I like to share a little exercise or an opportunity to reflect and um, really own the feelings. Um, in so many different workshops that I've been able to offer over time, you know, um, nobody makes me feel anything. And it's a choice for me to feel happy or to feel sad or feel disappointed. So I encourage you to take responsibility and ownership for your feelings and just like anything you know it takes practice so it's changing around giving someone else that power over our emotional state. There may be situations especially what comes to mind is you know when you're in a couple or if you're in a parent-child relationship and life happens and dynamics happen and change happens so being able to take ownership of those feelings as we're all going through different changes is a good first step and so I encourage you to to do that and name your feeling like I am feeling angry and as a result you know I need some time and some space to go and figure this out and that could save hours of arguing. <laughs> so, you know, there's an opportunity there to deal with change and on an emotional level within that emotional aspect of ourself. And a future podcast that I'm going to be adding to the list here is around Medicine Wheel, where we can get more deeply into all of these aspects and, and talk about things on a more detailed level for the sake of today um, and keeping things moving along, um, dealing with these new and changing times within the physical aspect of herself. So physically, um, personally, I know I've been very undisciplined when it comes to food and exercise, especially during this pandemic. It's so easy to order out and my food choices haven't been the healthiest, but, physically as we change in different stages of our life and um, over this time where we had a lot of space to reflect, um, being locked into the house and, you know, being undisciplined with our food choices maybe. Um, how that can change and turn around now, uh, this pandemic, hopefully we're uh, starting to take the turn out of all of the restrictions a little more as the weeks go by, which is actually a welcome relief. And so um, the physical aspect of our being is um, not only nutritional, with regards to the food that's coming in, um, but also regards to our physical body and staying healthy in the form of exercise. We do have a dog she's a little pomeranian terrier her name is sassy and so we take her for a walk every day which is awesome you know because it gets us outside and you know it's kind of like family time and we get to stretch our legs and she gets to stretch her paws and so just finding different routes to go and making it a little bit longer you know taking advantage of that time for her care our poochie baby and then also our own care so That's something to think about. And if you have a pet, you know, enjoy that time together with your pet and go for a walk. You know, if you have a dog or (laughs) I don't know if you have a cat, if you walk a cat. I actually saw someone with their cat on a leash. (laughs) So nothing is impossible these days. So on the physical level, you know, um, thinking about our intake with our food and our nutrition and thinking about our exercise level. So, um, something to think about. Um, When I looked at my food, I actually started to reduce my portions because I realized I was eating the same amount as my husband, which wasn't good because he's a man and I'm a woman. And we have different needs within our body and our biology is made up so differently. And so once I recognize that, you know, and, and sticking to that, you know, I like ice cream, I like chocolate and, you know, being mindful and taking that in proportion so that I'm not overdoing it. So it takes a focused effort and I encourage you to look at yourself in the aspect of your physicality and challenge yourself to make those choices that may be a little bit more healthy, not only for appearances with regards to the body image, but also physically within So, the organs and everything within our body, when we think of all of the systems, you know, our our body is amazing. It's a miracle what our body can do when you think about the nervous system, our respiratory system, our digestive system, even our excretory system. Um, You know, thinking on, on those levels, you know, being kind to our kidneys and our bladder and our liver and all of that. So... That's the physical aspect with regards to dealing with the new and, and changing times. So getting outside instead of being, you know, feeling holed up in the house. And you know, right now it's the change season, so it'd be a good opportunity to get out and stretch those legs and challenge yourself on a physical level. Um, the next I want to talk about is the mental aspect of our being. And so I'm committed as a Virgo, again, I mentioned earlier, um, in this lifetime, I I came in born as a Virgo. And so a Virgo's some of the personality traits are looking at things and seeing how we can improve it. So mentally, my mind is always going and being a life skills facilitator and coach at at heart, um, really looking at things and looking to make it as effective and positive as possible. So, you know, we're all on social media in different ways, most of us. And so a little game that I play when I'm online and stuff is when you see those pictures and those funny little captions on there around, you know, life or it might be a joke or, you know, affirmations, those kinds of things. Um, I always look at it and do like a little editing thing around making the statement as positive as possible. And just to share a little bit around um, as a couple, one thing my husband and I learned with each other is we both agreed to drop certain words when communicating with each other. And that's the could, the should, and the would. So I should have, I could have, I would have. Those words we felt seemed to add on to stress or guilt or shame around shoulda, coulda, woulda. So I'm so glad that, you know, pretty much the beginning of our relationship, we agreed to, to drop those words. And so it just makes communication a little bit more lighter and taking the weight off of ourselves. Like personally, I know I can be really hard on myself. And so rather than beating myself up with coulda, shoulda, woulda, we just agreed to drop that. And so it took a little while, but we actually got to the point where it worked. And the famous um, saying with regards to never say never. So removing that word from my vocabulary, never. And so when I'm online, whichever social media platform I'm looking at, It's like this little mental game that I play with myself um, with regards to changing those words and making statements as positive as possible. So really shaking up that mental aspect within ourselves. And I think it goes a long way with regards to our belief systems, how we think about ourselves and how we present ourselves in the world because a lot of what we think becomes our words and becomes our actions. The thoughts become the words that we create in our world. And so removing the don'ts and the can'ts and the nevers and the coulda, shoulda, wouldas is a good start. So just sharing a little bit about how I approach that part. And I encourage you to look at that and, you know, what are the thoughts going through your mind? Are you being kind to yourself? are you being kind to others? And a big one is always around judgment, self-judgment and judgment of others. And so mentally taking that approach to change and and be softer and kinder to ourselves, so we can be softer and kinder and relate better with others. And so I'm a firm believer around the power of our words. And I remember my mom saying that, you know, be careful when you label someone with a word because if we're calling somebody something we're keeping them there and so the power of our words are very strong and and i believe that's a whole another future podcast down the road is the power of our words so again the mental aspect and Some things to reflect and think about and um, dealing with these new and changing times within all of those aspects of ourself. And the final one I wanna talk about is socially. So on a social level, when we look at our lives during this pandemic, we've been so restricted on being able to gather even as a family and the number of people we could have in the house and whatnot. So people automatically increase their online presence and being online you know is a good thing there's opportunities for networking and connecting and learning and the ways of doing work has changed a lot you know so many zoom meetings and everything so you know there's benefits um i think that were unexpected as far as change in our social way of interacting and we can also be social by using the telephone. And so when you look at the social aspect of your life you know are you happy with the way your social life is right now and what do you prefer online in person by telephone you know when you're gathering socially it's, it's nice to be able to connect with people and indigenous people are are not you know it's in us to gather and have that social connection whether it's culture or for food or you know sports all of those things so is there something in your social life that you miss doing you know sports for yourself for your kids just being able to go out to a restaurant and have a nice meal um you know Looking at that social aspect of ourselves and how are we dealing with all of these changes. And um, maybe we did use the online platform quite heavily over the past couple of years. And now is an opportunity to maybe adjust and shift that and change to being more social in person or even picking up the phone and um, You know, it's great we have FaceTime and all of those things, but, you know, really thinking, what do I prefer and what do I miss? So I propose an exercise where you can challenge yourself to maybe shift a little bit out of your comfort zone. And, of course, being a life skills facilitator and and coach, you know, I always encourage that, you know, um, shifting that comfort zone. If we keep doing what we've always did, then we'll, keep getting what we've always gotten so shifting on that social level will make a big difference and if we're in charge of that change in that aspect of ourselves and in our life you know we we may be nicely surprised so those are the aspects of self and I had mentioned earlier you know there's a really good teacher that can help us think about and adjust with new and shifting changing times. So a good example and uh, one of the best teachers out there is uh, the seasons and Mother Nature. So right now we're still within the first week of spring and so I went up to uh, Lynn Canyon here in uh, North Vancouver and just enjoyed walking and feeling the trees and you know just being away from the noise of the city and cars and horns going and all of that but you know really appreciating you know the trees and mother nature can teach us a lot with regards to change um nature cannot and will not be forced and i i think they're our best teacher on how to deal with change and you know no matter how hard anybody tries winter is going to end and spring is coming so it was kind of nice to see the little buds on some of the trees and the plants as I, I walked through the trails up there and, you know, really recognizing, you know, nature can teach us something. And and the more we force things, um, it may not turn out the way that we want. And so um, also looking at all of the trees, you know, they're all kind of bare and, and that's okay. They went through their changes in the fall time and dropping their leaves and the branches and going through the whole composting and feeding other life you know the cycle of life so unless you're a person who really likes the cold and you you enjoy winter you know short of moving to alaska or yukon or the antarctica down south you know um taking mother nature and the seasons and how change happens and embracing that and you know looking at life and thinking you know what can i do to embrace this change of seasons and so in our house you know my husband always wants to change the living room and it's interesting because it's usually when the seasons change so um you know less than two weeks ago he wanted to we we say feng shui the bed the living room and so we move things around and you know that's always an opportunity to spring clean and box up the winter things and start to to change the clothes and the furniture and whatnot so the seasons give that opportunity to change and um i encourage you to think of how you can embrace this change of season in springtime so look at all the aspects of yourself mentally emotionally physically spiritually and socially And really do your best to look at how you're dealing with change and what can you do to better embrace that change so that there is that sense of control in dealing with work, family, money, stages of life. And, you know, where can I release too much control and looking at change as a choice and giving yourself a break and you know embracing it bit by bit so doing what can work for you so that you can have the life that you want to live and be happy and joyous joyous and successful in whatever way that looks like for you so i believe it's time to wrap up and you know with regards to future podcasts coming i'm excited and i'm happy to get this podcast done and addressing and reflecting on these new and changing times. I hope some of this information has helped you and, um, you know, the results are based on what you think and what you want and what you need in your life. Like I said, there's always great tools out there. So future podcasts, I'll be sharing more around astrology, the medicine wheel, the power of our words and also helpful resources um, that I've been able to find, so I don't mind sharing those with you. So I think it's time to wrap this up. And again, I want to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Wings of Change podcast. Bye for now.